STC pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. And we're live. Woo! Oh, hello there, Joe. How's it going? Oh, is this our Valentine's Day date? Oh, yeah. Nice. What you got planned for me, big boy? Oh, a lot of, uh, well, let's just call it what it is. Me molesting your body. Great. Look forward to that. I know. At least... We got record on that, so you can use that. Well, when you're a big hunk of man meat like you are, how can I resist? Can use that in a court case or an HR case, whatever uh, the case may be. Can't do HR outside of work. <laughs> well, it's happened in work, so prove it. <laughs> prove it. Yeah, you touched well, me first. I got a string of witnesses. That's all I have to say. You. you touched me first, and I thought you wanted it. Does that makes sense. I got a question for you. When when we're at work and and you feel very free to touch everyone you're with, uh, men, let's say more men. You, I don't think you'll touch many women. I do not. But you touch many men at work. And uh, bro, you, don't, you know, let's, let's call it in a bro way. But you don't like getting it back. What's up with that? Well, I love mm-hmm. a good back rub. If you want to give me a back rub at work, and. We have uh, a few of us who have been victimized by you the most know your true Achilles heel is to touch your head. Why does that drive you crazy? I don't like people touching my face. No, no. Your head, I said. It's the whole general thing. Face or head. I I don't like it. But usually, you know, you guys. I I don't uh, run my hands through your hair. Generally, you guys that that put the razor to the noggin, they, uh, they like showing off the texture and everything of the scalp. Well, I'll touch my own scalp like that. But I just, totally I've free- never liked people uh, running their hands through my hair or anything like that or touching my face. It's always been a thing. Always been a thing, eh? <sighs> yep. I don't know why. I just don't like it. You can touch me anywhere else you want, though. I'm okay with that. When was the last time um, someone was able to uh, run their fingers through your hair? Mm, I don't remember. <laughs> you don't remember? No. Yeah, I don't. What's it? Come on. Was it after college? No, because I, I started shaving while I, while I still had shit, so. <laughs> while well, you still had shit. So maybe you got the uh, full business still there. No. I got the full business <laughs> no. everywhere else. It's not there. So when in college you started? Yeah. From, and what was, uh, what was going on that said, told you, you had to, uh, go the full route. Well, I just buzzed it and then, uh, yeah, you know, you just realized it's starting to go. So it's like, all right, fuck it. I don't know. Hair's, what was the situation? Hair's done was with it? me. So I'm done with hair. Fuck it. What was it just like in the top and the back or was the whole thing receding backwards or, uh, no, it was just more in the back. 
just just more in the back. Yeah. Like uh, Kevin Smith kind of thing. Yeah. Well, that would have been fine. Yeah. Fuck it. I look better I'd without say, it anyway. I say bring that back. Let's see what's doing. Let me write this down as a, a topic note. Bill critiques Joe's melon. Oh, we're just trying to find out about Joe. I'm running the show tonight. Hmm. So the show we're in the show. Maybe you should introduce uh, us to everybody. No, that's all right. Well, okay. Your, well, I'm. How was your Valentine's Day? Because it is. Uh, wait. This show comes out on Friday. When was Valentine's? The fourteenth. So this is three days after Valentine's Day. What'd you do? Um, I know. Well, first off, I know at Valentine's uh, evening, I get a text from my partner saying, uh, "What did you say? Record tonight." Two words. Yeah. And I'm like, I, hmm, "Thanks for the heads up." It was our last opportunity to um, record for the week. It's Valentine's Day, so I don't know if I'm going to be getting some uh, play. If I do, I'll let you know. And if what? I don't, if I don't get any play, then I'll. And you don't hear from me. That means we're a go. What on your PlayStation? No play. Play. <laughs> so then, you reply back, FFS. And I'm like, what? What does that mean? And you go look it up. And that's the last I hear about you. <laughs> yeah. What the hell, man? Come on. It's <laughs> what Valentine's is this evening and you're going to uh, pester me for a record. No, I didn't pester you. Just put out a message there to find out what's uh, what's going on. Why are you not doing shit with oh. your wife? Oh, I don't know. It's people have, uh, you know, we work and stuff like that. We all can't take a holiday whenever we want. Yeah, but even like if she works, the, even if she works the evenings, she'll get home at a reasonable time. Oh, really? Well, tell me about your uh, big night that you had to leave wide open. Hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Well, I put up a ceiling fan that day, and me and my daughter were out uh, thrifting. And the mother-in-law cooked us a Valentine's dinner. So that was nice. <laughs> yeah. You had the staff make you a Valentine's dinner. Well, we all had a nice dinner together and the kids decorated. Uh, they made these little Valentine hearts out of felt and stuff. So they put that all over the tablecloth and then they put some candles out. We just had a nice, uh, nice steak dinner with uh, potatoes oh, and, uh, Strawberries uh, dipped in chocolate. And oh. uh, that was it. And a nice That's bottle of wine. Fairy tale life. I love it. What do you do when this poor elderly woman you have living in the house with you, slaving away in the kitchen when she should be enjoying her retirement years, her twilight years, of, should be of leisure, of pleasure. And uh, nope, she's slaving away in the kitchen. What are you doing? While this is going on, I was, what was I doing? Out thrifting. No, this is in, uh, this is around four o'clock. So I was playing with the kids. Mm hmm. You mean you were locked in your office with the door closed? Actually, they told me to stay in there. 
because they had to decorate at the table. Oh, man. See, I know things. I know things. And then we all opened up our Valentine's cards um, right before we ate at the table, and that was it. Hmm. And for some reason, I didn't get any play. That's all right. (laughs) Her her cooch wasn't feeling too good. Her what? Cooch. Wow. Coochie. So... So you took uh, the night off from uh, any kind of intimacy with your uh, with your parts down there, right? I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, what happened? <laughs> you took a cal- candle into your uh, office to be alone? Yep. Just me, a candle, and some light by the computer screen. <laughs> oh, what was the website of choice for Valentine's night? Just the usual. What is the usual nowadays? I don't know. Whatever's out there, man. Oh, you know. <laughs> I want to hear. I need some tips. Where well, do you, you go, go nowadays? To, uh, my two staples are uh, xnxx.com. <laughs> oh, this freaking thing again. I can never remember that. And then uh, what's the other one? Uh, the YouPorn one. Oh, sure. Y-O-U-P-O-R-N. Yeah. Hmm. That's it. I go to those two and that's it. And what's, uh, those are all like nowadays. I think they're all, uh, stepsisters and stepmothers and stuff going on. No. What are you talking yep. about? There's everything, so. everything, you know what it is. I know you go to what, that shit. What, what? Yeah. That's what comes up on the main page. All this, uh, step family stuff. You know, you know, what comes up because it sees mm-hmm. what your history was there. <laughs> no. No, this is just a random uh, encounter when some web page accidentally popped up uh, out of control. Anyway, I wanted to find out about your night. What what did you do? Where did you get That's your wife? It. Where did you get your wife? Uh, just some chocolates. Chocolates? No big deal. Okay. Hey, hey, more, I got to buy, I got two daughters, so I got to buy all this Valentine's stuff for everybody. Oh, it's a real pain in the neck. I bought my wife a card. Uh, both of the kids, a card from us, a card from my parents, from the kids. I had the kids make their cards for my wife. Cause that means more. And they made, they made cards for me. Um, but when I went to go ring it up at the, at the store, you know, I'm putting the cards through the ones we got. The kids were like, you know, $3 or $4 each, whatever. Right. I put the one my, for my wife. Nine bucks. Yeah. I almost caught myself, man. Yep. As soon as it's either, I think it's the ones that they just do for like the wife or for the husband. Yep. Jack the price up because they're suckers. Yep. I believe it. So, and then, uh, I bought the wife, uh, to, uh, two packages of tulips cause that's her favorite flower. And I had picked her up a bunch of Disney 45s or 35s from, uh, the last convention show I went to. So I gave her those as a present. Holy moly. Go all out, man. And that's it. I didn't go I'm all out. For yeah. Well, it's a full regular Christmas. It's all I could afford. All you can afford. 
All right, please, please be professional here and and give us a proper intro so that the new people that are joining us can find out what, uh, what they're listening to. Please, right. please, please. All right, calm down. Please. All right, guys. Pretend welcome. this is the other can show. Can I start? Can you get, can you go now? Can you stop talking, Kevin? Okay. <laughs> hey, guys, welcome to STC Pod. You're listening to episode number 120. Just wanted to quickly remind you to subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash start to continue. You can follow Bill on Twitter at STC pod. More importantly, check me out at AC Decepticon bookmark STC You can listen to us on iTunes under the title search STC pod. You can find all of our episodes on Podbean. Uh, look under STC pod. And if you're listening to us, check out some other great podcast blogs and videos from people in our community at www.cartridgeclub.org. And as always, a big thank you to all of our listeners who tune in every week for a new show, which is on Friday. Now let's get on with it. And what can you tell people about our YouTube channel? It's, it's, uh, it's the sister channel to Transformers and Beer. It is? What? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's, Hopefully, uh, it's the third. It's All the that third, success over there will spill over to, to this channel. It's the third cousin to Transformers and Beer podcast. Hey, well, I think people will see some uh, fresh content on there. There's a couple of pickup videos. And now if it's easier for you, you can pick up the audio of these podcasts over on the YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash start to continue. Whenever Bill posts them. There was a bit of delay this past week with getting... Uh, the new episode up on YouTube because I made the mistake of asking Joe to do it. And, uh, on my days off, the, on my days yeah, off. Yeah. On, on his days off. That's true. I concede to that. So yeah, that didn't happen until I got back to work and I put it up right away. So that's there. That's there. Oh, and speaking of the cartridge club, um, I, what do you think about the new layout for it? Do you like the, the new style of the forums and everything else they've switched up? Yeah, obviously, of course, because just today I got a new ranking on the forums. Fuck. <laughs> what are you at now? Hey, are you at the, it's up there. Are you at CD? Whatever it hey, is. A CD? Seed. S-E-E-D. Listen, don't worry about mm. it. It's up there. That's all I can say. So I've been grinding on there trying to level up. <laughs> not enough oh i did like five posts today i think the next level up is uh 25 so i'll get there tomorrow don't worry but i will get there so yeah it's uh pretty easy to get on there and uh interact with everyone and it, there's like a ton of categories to talk about everything from uh you know trading any games you have to Decent movies or TV shows you've seen. It's not just games. It's uh, it's everything. Lots of lots of stuff to chat about. Mm -hmm. So get over there and sign up. Did you have something particular you wanted to talk about, or do you want me to keep going about the forums? No, it's that's enough about the forums. Oh well, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who's come on the STC Pod Forum over there and uh, messaged us about. Uh, episodes we've had so far guys like of course uh, the cartridge bros and duke from retro nonsense and uh then joe put like 
six posts in a row of one sentence each just to get his ranking up. And uh, Kevin buried on Mars said hello. And uh, of course, Musty Hobbit. And uh, hope I'm not forgetting anybody. But that was cool. I'm sure you are. Uh, I'm sure you're offending a bunch of people by forgetting them. <laughs> no, of course, uh, uh, Nintendo Hodge and I'm sure Julian Vega is there. I think he's, uh, I think he's got an interesting name. Can't recall right now. Is, but, is, uh, is Julian the, uh, and of course, Dean from round two gaming. Yeah. He's the architect of this whole brilliant endeavor. Which one's the Latino lawyer? Well, that's, that's Diego, right? Mm-hmm. I forget what Julian's handle was. Jeez. So uh, also for our forum, there is a spot where people can ask questions. And uh, I don't have answers to these questions. So I'm kind of uh, worried about reading them out right now. I forgot to think about them. I'll see if you have something. Kyle. Kyle underscore three, two, five from the infamous YouTube channel game time with Kyle asks, what would a potential STC pod video game be like? Hmm. Hmm. Well, first off, uh, Kyle, sorry about the passing of your grandmother. Mm, Yes, for sure. Condolences. Um, Hopefully this, uh, if he gets around to this show, Put a smile on his face at some point. STC pod video game. Well, definitely be like, I say it would have to be done like indie style, the way a lot of the games coming out now are done. Like, uh, you know, like shovel Knight, that kind of eight bit pixel or 16 bit. Uh, really? Yeah. Well, it'd have to be retro. Really? Like a platformer, even though you can't even do platformers. Uh, That's all I do is platformers. That's all you nope. do. Ours would be an RPG style game. Oh. Where you and I have to run around. Uh, the goal is it's a city. It, uh, the map would be a map of a city. And you and I are out thrifting. I thought you said it was a platformer. No, I said it's RPG. You said I couldn't play platformers and I could. So you and I are out thrifting in the city, like uh grand theft auto style. Oh but yeah. It's only in 16 bit graphics. And we have to avoid like gangs on the streets. We have to pick up products cheap and then sell them at a profit so that we can expand like a business kind of thing that we got going on. I'm liking this. How's that sound? Yeah, that sounds pretty. I'd, I'd like it to be modern graphics. So, you know, no, that's boring. Old school, man. Not for the scope of game you're talking about. You got to be getting into cars and stuff and driving around. Yeah, we can get into cars, man. I'd like to see some, like, uh, some, you know, lady sprites out there with some assets, you know, just to, uh, Larry style for diversion, you know? I'd divert you with uh, looking at a lady or something and then steal your deal or something like that. Oh. Hmm? Another layer to it. <laughs> All right. Any other questions? Yes. Keep it going. Kevin, Kevin from Buried on Mars asks, 
Has Joe even tried to play the copy of Super Mario Land 2 that he swiped from me at the last Barry Game Exchange? Well, I believe it's gone on record, uh, video record as well as audio record, uh, that that's not what happened. What had occurred was Kevin had inspected this game and then placed it back on the table, which means free dibs. Is that is that what you see in your mind? <laughs> that's how I remember it. <laughs> yeah, that's how you remember it. So, so I think it, it was on the table. Oh, mm. up for grabs. I caught I, him I, it's out. The video is out there somewhere where you actually pull it from his hands. No, I did not. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Full on bully. Pull it from his hands. Come on. That's I like. Man. No, I like Kevin. I wouldn't do that. Well, I hope someone's able to resurrect that video somewhere. Mm. Maybe make a meme out of it or something. Or or what do you call it? Uh, a gift? It's a gif. <laughs> I want to see a good gif of that. And finally, um, Latin legend. See, that's got to be Julian Vega, right? Latin legend. He asks... I have a question for a show. What would a Bill and Joe Valentine date with each other be like? Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I was, going, I was going through my head. Who would pick up who? So if I got you to pick me up, that means I'm the chick. Well, you obviously would put the least amount of effort in, so I would have to come get you. No, no. Yeah, but the, I'm the guy then, near the girl. If I'm coming to get you? Yeah. How does that make sense? Well, it's the uh, 20th century, man. You're uh, 20th century. You're proactive. Hmm. All right, you pick me up. We got to go out to eat, of course. We have to eat right away. We are reading right away. What, where do we have to eat? Well, Italian? We're going to go to the keg. Oh, the keg? Yeah, just get a simple keg, keg steak dinner <laughs> with a keg size uh, Caesar and then uh, some escargot. No. So we're eating that. We'll have a nice little hour-long dinner, and then you're going to take me to go see uh, the new Wolverine movie. Well, back up a bit. I will get you to pay for that dinner. Why? And you will feel good about doing it. All right. Because if I have, then if you're I have take, one power, then you're taking it's. Uh, hello. Go ahead. <laughs> if I have one power, it's to get other people to buy me dinner. So I'll use that power on you. Okay, it's not going to be cheap for the movie, though, because you're taking me to the downtown theaters that have the reclining seats that you can reserve, and then, then they deliver your food to you at your seats. And more food. Well, snacks. I want some popcorn, <laughs> I want some Sour Patch Kids, and I want a pop. Well, I would have snuck in some snacks, so we don't have to worry no, about that. That's You don't do that on a date. Yeah. You carry in the pops, I'll carry in the bag of popcorn or something in my jacket a couple granola bars for you maybe some dry cereal keep you busy for the movie <laughs> to keep my hands busy not on you <laughs> and then maybe uh before the credits roll i just sneak out of there and hmm. you know find my way home and ditch you at the theater hmm. so there's no awkwardness at the end okay that's uh <laughs> which it would be very easy to ditch Joe at a theater. Cause I assume about 18 to 23 minutes in, he is fast asleep. 
So it'd be no problem. Hmm. Sound good? Yeah, okay, fine. Uh, All right, cool questions. I like those. Those are fun. Those are really um, fun. Before we get any further, you had mentioned Haji's name. And I just wanted to quickly remind everybody about the upcoming Barry Game Exchange, which I want everyone to at least check out or go to. Uh, Sunday, April 2nd from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. It's only $5 to get in. Just go to uh, www.barrygameexchange.ca. It takes place, obviously, up in Barrie at the Red Barn Event Center, and the address is 8464 County Road 27. For five bucks, there's going to be like uh, how many tables? 150 tables at this show. Mm -hmm. It's a great event. Everyone goes there. Uh, Haji's a really great guy. Um, there's not going to be any shenanigans like at the uh, Waterloo Game Swap. And uh, just a really great event. So, again, check it out. Even if you can't make it to this show coming up in April, there's going to be one in the fall in September. That's uh, BarryGameExchange.ca. Or fuck August. Waterloo. Maybe August. August maybe September. September. And uh, fuck Waterloo. Wow. Yep. You know. Fuck them. They're pieces of shit. <laughs> I don't know why you go so crazy. I don't even think you've been to one. I haven't. I refuse to go. And just the stories I heard about that one dickbag that ran the thing. Fuck him. Makes me furious. Well, uh, can I talk to you about a game I picked up the other day that I haven't told you about yet? What? Change gears. We got a lot to talk about, man. Okay. Uh, I bought my very first, uh, what's it called when you buy the game online? What is that? <laughs> what's it called? Yeah. When you oh, buy game uh, a digital title? Yeah, okay. I bought a digital copy. My very first ever digital copy I've ever downloaded. Great. Good Want to take a guess at what it is? Uh, well, it would have to be... Um, hmm. You saw me looking at a bunch of videos today. Yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of people's number one game on the, for the top indie games that came out in 2016. 2016? Yeah. I don't know, man. No, Shovel Knight? No, nope. It's older. I don't know. You got me. But uh, for $19, uh, Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Yes, no, everyone I knows what it is except for you because you're a poser. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's a farming RPG style oh, game. Great. So I'm, I don't know if anyone's coined this phrase yet, but I'm titling it an FRPG. Yeah. Farming RPG. Everyone's looking for that. Dude, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> is it? You're supposed I, to be off RPGs. The last on handheld games. Cause I just finished that Chrono Trigger. Last two nights I've put in three hours each night. So like from nine till midnight and it, I, I still want to keep going. All right. Well, tell us what this, this what I this game know. is. You inherit, uh, you're, uh, it starts off. You're working in a, in, uh, for this company called, uh, Joe something. That's the name you put in. 
Joe Ho, Hojo or something, some big conglomerate company that runs everything like supermarkets and businesses. You're working in an office behind a desk and you're totally unhappy. And um, prior to that, your grandfather had given you a letter saying, if you're ever unhappy about your, the situation that you're in, open up this letter. So it shows you at your desk, you open up the letter because you're literally in tears at how much you hate your job. And uh, your grandfather has left you the farm that he grew up in back up in uh, Stardew Valley. So you, next thing you know, you're on the bus, you're traveling there, and the farm is a complete derelict. Everything's overgrown. And it's, the farm's right next to this little town. I forget the name. And the idea is just to cultivate the land and, and build up the farm. Is there a mystery to solve? I don't know. There's there, something, there's something going on. Is there ghosts that you need to fight? There, there is a mine that you need to go down 40 levels, but, at, and you mine rocks as you go down. Cause you use ore and, and copper that you mine to help smelt and build better tools and, and farming equipment. But there's like slimes and bats in there. So you actually do get a sword to fight with. We also get like an axe where you're chopping down trees. You get a scythe where you're cutting grass or later on when you get uh, crops. And you're loving this. I love it, man. And it's just, it's just your one character doing all this or do you uh, manage you. a bunch of people? Well, you're one, you're one little guy. See, kind of sounds like Minecraft to me, doesn't it? Uh, in a way, but you're more, you're mining the land, but you're not physically building stuff yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not putting blocks up, building a house brick by brick kind of style. You can expand your farmhouse later on when you get enough money. But uh, yeah, I put Final Fantasy aside and I can't get enough of this game. Huh. Cool, man. Good tip. What's it called again? Star Grace, Dew Face or something? Dew Valley? Do Valley Girls are us? What is it? You done? <laughs> Stardew Valley. Everyone knows it. <laughs> Everybody knows it. Is this, everyone who's a gamer knows this game. Is it just a, a, a PlayStation property or? No, it's it across the board. Across the board. Is, is this something you can, you know, link up with other people? Share your uh, I don't PlayStation know. ID? I don't know. You still have yet to give all of our friends at the Cartridge Club your uh, PlayStation ID, so wow. maybe this would be a good opportunity. I guess. It's kind of silly, though, because you know how uh, I tried to go for specific handles, and they never popped up, so I got sort of stuck with this one. Oh, oh I want to hear this one. Oh, no, it's really horrible. <laughs> yeah, what is okay, it? Okay, it's, uh, it's Joseph underscore going going traditional money (laughs) that's the only thing that came up that's cool man that's cool that's cool yeah so anybody wants to uh look me up i guess there you go wow you're lucky to get that man oh yeah really lucky (laughs) i've just been too lazy to get rid of it be honest with you. Uh, anyway, yeah, that would uh, have been fun going. But down. I was upset because I'd gone into um, 
uh, uh, EB Games because I know with Shovel Knight you can get a physical copy of that, right? But the, yeah, if you're lucky. But the chick behind the counter said, "No, no, that one's only online, like a digital download." Hmm. So I don't know if that's right or she's just a dummy. But all right. I wonder uh, if there's a 3DS version. I went out and bought uh, the digital download, but man, it's so upsetting not having the physical copy of a game. Well, I think you can live without another box out there. Mm, tell me about it. But that's funny. You mentioned EB Games. Are you done your story? Go ahead. Um, you know, uh, we've been talking back and forth that we've actually stepped up our hunt a little bit more on the uh nes classic the little plug and play nintendo came out with that's uh like the original nintendo entertainment system with uh what 30 built-in games hdmi output very hard to find uh so we've actually started uh going more to uh, walmart and eb games and toys r us and these kind of stores and asking if they get uh, shipments in or whatever every time i go it's just like oh yeah it just yesterday we got a shipment of four and they're gone or you'll get uh yeah it came in on monday there was six of them they're all gone same with you right you've tried your hand i've been going every day on a day off and um mostly just to like walmart and uh yeah nothing they said they haven't got a shipment in the last two weeks Right. Yeah. I'm getting what he was talking about, but I'm getting stuff like that. And then recently, I think Steven Eider put up a photo of uh, a classic being found at an EB games where he's at, uh, out there on the West coast. I I think so. So I've been stepping, I've been going to EB games more. And the last time I popped in, the girl asked me if she could help me. So I'm like, yeah, you know, um, just wondering, if you got any uh, classics in yet, or, uh, you know, if I'm going to get lucky and get one, she's like, no, 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 no classics. No, actually, uh, we don't expect to get any more. Nintendo is uh, not going to send us any more classics. The last we heard was that we would be getting some up until February. And then that would be it. I'm like, what until February. And then that's, that's it. That's it. They're done shipping. She's like, yep, they're focusing now on the Nintendo Switch, which of course is Nintendo's next big console. And uh, so they want to have a focus on that. And besides, the Switch will play all those old games anyways. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Well, with a you do a subscription service and, you know, eventually all those games will be there. I'm like, what? i given her the giving her the stink eye because I can't believe what I'm hearing. But uh, what do you think? Is she out to lunch or is this really what's happening? Well, I heard that. I heard that somewhere as well. I think I actually saw it online. I don't know if it was on Twitter or something like that. But yeah, they were, the tweet was Nintendo is uh, very shortly going to be stopping their production run of the classic. Mm-hmm. There are rumors spreading out on the interwebs, but they come from some obscure country, like a rep in some obscure country somewhere, Hmm. uh, heard this. And so that's, what's been spreading out along the internet. Nintendo is saying nothing as usual. 
they have sold 1.5 million units. Uh, I haven't got one. Just and think, they could have, they could have easily, what, what amount within reason do you think they could have easily have sold? I mean, five, five, five mil, yeah. no problem. I think so too. They'd probably sell 20 million at the end of the run in a couple of years. I would think, uh, yeah, I think someone should be fired over that. That's a, that's a huge loss. Well, not a huge loss, but you know, they could have probably made, if they sold 5 million, what, like 20 to 40 million in profit. It's th- yeah. It's it. It's mind-boggling if this is your, really the truth. You got your calculator there? No, I don't. Yeah, use your phone. No, it's it'll make static. I gotta find this out now. <laughs> Hold on, this is this is way more important. Just Joe math here. Here's my calculator. Okay. So let's go by. We'll go by Canadian costs. So seventy nine ninety nine, right? Mm-hmm. Times one point one three. So we're looking at ninety bucks with tax. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Uh, put tax yeah, into their profits? Okay. Well, fuck. Eighty bucks <laughs> times what? How do you do that? Times five million. <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> All right. We work in television. Okay. $80 Canadian times 5 million units is $400 million. Mm-hmm. Well, less their production costs and yeah. all that stuff. Okay. It would be stupid to leave money on the table is all I'm saying. And what I know is I don't have one. You don't have one. Anyone we know personally that we work with does not have one and they all want one. And if Nintendo chooses to cut production now, and I, it's probably because they're just peeved off about all the hacks that are happening on it. The latest hack is now not only like uh, the entire Nintendo library going on these things, but it's also people are putting super Nintendo on there and uh, you know, Genesis games there. It's wide open now. So that probably peeved them off and they're like, we're going to cut production. If they do that, I, I, I can't believe how angry I'm going to be. And I will pledge right now. If they cut production now before I'm able to get my hands on one, and this goes back to before Christmas when they promised me that we will all have a chance to own one if we just have a little bit of patience. If they do not honor that promise, I will never buy a brand new Nintendo product ever again. Oh, I'll still buy a Nintendo product, but it'll be used. It will be, you know, several purchases away from the retail market. So they will see no. not a dime from me. I was going to say the same thing. I will never buy a switch, but I was never going to buy a switch anyway. <sighs> it is just so frustrating. Who's running this business over there? You know, I could see them cutting production when let's say this November coming up, they're ready with the, with the SNES mini, then you can cut out the Nintendo, but to do it already with, um, 
let's say 65% of their customer base unsatisfied. Yes. Outrageous. And this isn't some really hard piece of equipment to put together. You know, they can slap this together anyway. I don't get it. Do you think that, um, I guess there's what three systems they could probably do the, the Nest classic, the super Nintendo, and then they could do like a 64 version, right? I would think, but there'd be no point going past that. Like they wouldn't be doing like a, a Wii classic, right? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see any value in that, but definitely the big three there. Hmm. Cause we're taught, we're not just talking about people wanting to play the games. There's also the people that are just wanting it on their shelves. So you got two streams of uh, fans there that want this product. Yeah. You think they would just keep putting it out until people stop buying it. You know what I mean? People can't even get a hold of extra controllers for Christ's sakes. They can't even keep that up. So what a company, what a company. So if you got one good on you, you should hold on to it. Yeah. Uh, scratch off Walmart Ness, scratch off Barry. <laughs> oh, what's, um, what are my notes here, man? Well, I know what I wanted to talk to you about. Um, you go. this weekend, uh, there was yet another CC weekly podcast that happens every weekend over there at the cartridge club where they get everyone up to date on everything going on in, uh, our community, as well as the gaming community, as well as anything else you can think of that's interesting for the day. And the interesting thing they came up with this past week was a theory on why Joe is so fascinated with uh, the physical attributes of certain people. And uh, do you remember what that theory was? Remember what they said? I do, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> they came up with some kind of go ahead, say it yourself. Arithmetic. Say it yourself, that, Goofy. <laughs> well, in the end, they put it together that uh Joe's infatuation with what? Uh Musty and P1 and was anyone else sprinkled in there? I don't know. They came to the conclusion that it's all because in reality, just Joe is in love with Bill. And he uh well, he I I can clearly say for the record that that is not the case i do appreciate oh. uh, i do appreciate working with you because there's other douchebags i would rather not be working with so i'm happy i'm a good alternative i'm happy with that did i just say <laughs> i'm a happy with that i might tell you i'm happy with that <laughs> but uh i can i can assure everybody that is not the case there is no in fact there's no yeah, no infatuation. Musty's just got Musty's just a big, good-looking good guy. I can appreciate that. Why do I catch you staring at me all the time at work? Because I'm always wondering what you're doing over there. You're sneaky. You got your head buried. <laughs> hear the keyboard clacking away, and I see Twitter on the screen. Why do you always want to sleep with me at work? Because I'm tired. <laughs> well, I guess you'll sleep with anyone at work. Um, yeah, Musty's just a good looking guy. Hey, props to him. 
Props to him for it can't all be musty. And P1's got pretty blue eyes. So there you go. I was looking at his <laughs> eyes. He was uh, hypnotizing me with his eyes. Any Anyone else from the club you want to uh, compliment at this time? No, not really. That's it. Okay. That's it. it funny, at work today, we were uh, sitting around working hard, uh, which means you were uh, up to your elbows in YouTube videos, and uh, I think you had your feet up on the desk and was playing a DS at the same time, and uh, trying to, at the same time as all that, reach over and grab my balls, and I'm like, tour, tour, and you turn around just in time as this giant tour comes streaming through the door with our boss in the lead. A bunch of people from another uh, uh, company on the side come in to tour the facility, and uh, the boss is giving them a big tour and asking Joe a couple questions about how this or that works. And one of the guys turns to Joe and goes, mm, "Hey, did you go to uh, what do you say, Western?" He goes, "Did you go to Western?" I go, "Yeah." <laughs> and I forget what else he said because I was like, "Oh." People ever start staring at me for some reason. <laughs> That's I wish you could could have a camera on me through the back of the crowd because you could see my ears perk right up, my head pokes yep. up in between two heads to look right at Joe to see what he does. <laughs> so apparently it was some guy that. Well, then he goes, "Oh, did you stay at Westminster College?" I go, "Yeah, third floor." Yep. He goes, "Hey, uh, I'm Chris." Oh. Hmm. Yeah, your face looks really familiar. It, and this was like, Jesus, how many years ago is this now? At least uh holy crap. So I went to Western out of high school. Yeah, so like 15 years ago or something like that. Oh, at least 25 and years. And this ago. is a this is a guy I never even really talked to, to be honest with you. So I'm like, how the, f it just fascinates me how people can remember me like from years and I don't know. And I had hair back then. So I'm like, how'd you even fucking remember me? Uh, somehow people can always either recognize my voice over the phone or like my face after X amount of years. And I can't remember anything about anybody. You're a hero to everybody. I can't. And what did you say after this guy, after this, the group of people left? <laughs> I don't know. What did I say? Some, some <laughs> sarcastic comment. Oh, everybody loves Joe. Everybody loves Joe. I say, you said you didn't recognize him. I said, well, you probably recognize the top of his head as you were forcing your phallus into his mouth in college. <laughs> You went, yeah, probably. But I was amazed. I, I had no idea that you went to college out uh, at Western, which is in London, Ontario, which is quite a little drive from uh, where you are now. And you said you've never left like your little, your area. But this is one of the like 12 colleges you attended after high school. Right? Yeah. So how long were you out in London? Just a couple of years. And what'd you do in London? Uh, computer science. Computer were you, science. Were you a party guy? Mm, I did party, but not crazy. 
I don't think so because you're pretty straight laced, man. You are straight laced. Well, I think the, you're the more of a- there was going to there's the main group of bars that the university people went to. So you know Joe is certain- more the guy that calls the like dorm supervisor on his roommates and stuff. I think I think Timmy's smoking pot in the next room. <laughs> nope. No, no, no. <laughs> Joe was the narc of college. I can see it. No. Nope. What's the story with the beer bottles? Oh, this was a thing where me and my roommate uh, decided to collect beer bottles all year long and store them in our room and in the bathroom. Like we built shelves into our room where we had like, stack like three it was all bottles too so it'd be like a row of bottles and then we laid cardboard on top and then another row of bottles and then cardboard so they're stacked three high and we had them like in cases against the wall and shit so at one point we ran out of room and we had to um cash them all in but we had so much we had to get a guy's a buddy's uh, pickup truck to even bring them and we ended up getting like, uh, it was, uh, it's like three or $400 each. Jesus. Yeah. It was insane. So you were even uh, bottling back then. No. What? I, yeah. I bottled back then that one time. Were these bottles all uh joking dish? <laughs> what are you talking about? Were they, uh, all minty? <laughs> these beer bottles. Did they have to be mint? What are you talking about, dude? Your beer bottle collection. There's no collection, dude. They were just keeping them to, to cash up money later. Oh, it wasn't a collection. No, no I'm seeing the, you know, we, thought it made the, we thought it made the room look cool, man. Yeah. So it was a collection. It was a party room. I had my stereos in there, and we had all these beer bottles and shit. Yeah, it wasn't cool. <laughs> Bunch of knobs. Uh, I once had a pretty good... Uh, like hard liquor bottle collection going at one point. Cause there's always cool looking liquor bottles you can find at the liquor store. That was, uh, that was a thing too. Of course, all those went to recycling after a while. Yeah. That was, a thing, you, that was a thing to you though, right? No one else. No, everyone was very impressed because there was always cool looking bottles when you go to the liquor store and you could put like Christmas lights in behind them all, you know, and they glow. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a collection. Well, it's better than dirty old smelly beer bottles. Well, you rinse them out. Rinse them out. Yeah, didn't want mold growing in them. Just wanted the cash from them after after we were done using them. So that's it. How do you bail on two years of computer science? Uh, I didn't like the program. After two years, yeah. What was left? Was it done? No. I I continued it on at. Uh, at another college in the same computer thing. Uh, yeah, pretty much. What college did you move on to from there? Um, went to, uh, Durham. So that's back in your area. Yep. Back in the hood. So did you move back in the house with the the folks? Yep. And how many years did you spend at that college? Uh, that was three. Three more years, still computer science for three more years. Yeah. So then I got, uh, got my diploma in that. 
We're talking five years in computer science. And then I went to uh, worked at IBM for a little bit. That was shit. So I left. Went back to the bank. Worked there for a bit. And while I was there, I went to uh, I went to uh, broadcasting school in uh, downtown Toronto. No, North Toronto, uh, York University campus. Another two years. Uh, yeah, that was well, that was a year and a half because I accelerated. What was wrong with IBM? That blows my mind away. You get into the top computer employer in the country, probably. It just wasn't what I thought it was going to be like. It was right downtown, right? Uh, yeah, I was in the. I started up at the at their main offices on Steels, and then I ended up uh, being in charge of the downtown area. And it was just the drive-in was shit every single day, and then you'd be on call. Uh, certain times it's just there's a lot of headache and nonsense and i i didn't think i was getting paid enough for what i had to do Mm. so i said fuck it it's just not worth you know i'm spending like three hours driving every single day yeah welcome to my world (laughs) leave early in the morning i didn't get home till like seven o'clock at night sometimes like fuck this Hmm. Uh, cool, man. That's very interesting. Got some more tidbits out of Joe. I That's am. it. You're not going to get anything else in I me ever was, again. Was it like suit and tie wear every day? No, it was just. Did you have a briefcase? It's like business casual kind of thing. That means a shirt and tie. Or golf shirt or sweater kind of thing. Depending on what's going on. What about the briefcase? No, no briefcase. Briefcase office cubicle, but I did have one of the very first uh blackberries, that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Office or cubicle, cubicle, cubicle. Yeah, I wasn't a fucking manager, dude. You just said you were in charge of an entire no, well, region in terms of like customer service. I wasn't, I didn't have people underneath of me. Did you have any cubicle games you played with your cubicle neighbors? No. No? No airplane flying? No, airplane. Uh, what are you talking airy, about? Fly paper airplane over to the next cubicle? No, man. Professional. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. Before we wrap this up, I wanted to uh, tell everybody about a new show that you and I are watching. And I like it. And tonight, or... It's on every Wednesday, so it's only done two episodes so far. You can find it on the FX channel, and it's called Legion. So just quickly, it's uh, it's created by Noah Hawley. It's based on the Marvel comics. Uh, Mar- it's based on the Marvel comic character David Haller. It's connected to the X-Men film series. It's the first television series to do so. Uh, and is produced in association with association with Marvel Television, and Holly is also the showrunner in the series. So basically, Dan Stevens stars as Holler. He's a mutant diagnosed with schizophrenia at a young age, 
uh, Rachel Keller, Aubrey Plaza, Bill Irwin, Jeremy Harris, uh, Katie Asselton, and Gene Smart also star in it. Um, yeah, it's really well done. It was, it's I, you and I were trying to describe how the the camera shots and, and editing were done. And what did we say it was? It was like a cross between. Um, did you say like Twin Peaks sort of thing slash you said I was trying to emulate some other show too. Yeah. I said, well, there was like complete nods to uh, stranger things, but then it got to a point where I'm like, this might not be a nod to stranger things. This just might be a, a plain copy to, of stranger things. The, uh, the score and uh, the pacing, but this is way, it's way well, more trippier and it's certainly nonlinear you're going to be in for a little bit of a ride with this one. Yeah. You really have to pay attention to it. The score though, you're right about that part that they had some excellent music in this, in the show, right? Oh, the music wise too. Like they had like, licensed music that you would not believe. And I think it's because songs, that's big money. I think, you know, the cast is all it's, there's no huge names in the cast. So I think they had some extra money to throw around. I mean, within the first five minutes, you're hearing a Stone song. So that's crazy for a brand new show to be rolling that out. But uh, yeah, there's lots of uh, trippy camera angles. And uh, we were going crazy over the transitions between shots because you just don't see transitions like that in television. Like they are well thought out and where you go, wow, that was some transition. Yeah, it was a... It was a slick production and it's, it's, and there's nothing cheesy about it. It's not like you're watching some low budget sci-fi kind of show. It is, it is right up there with the big boys. As far as I'm concerned, it's not legends of tomorrow. Uh, no, it is not legends of tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. Check it out. I think it'll be worth it. Yeah. It's called Legion. It's on FX every Wednesday night at, uh, 10 PM. And I powered through all of the show we recommended a couple episodes ago, the Santa Clarita Diet with uh, Drew Barrymore and uh, Timothy Ollie Pants. I did through a whole shift of work every episode, but done. It's kind of unstoppable. It really, it's every episode's like a half hour. So it's just a great little tidbit of fun. So why not move on to the next episode? So I did that quite a bit. And there were moments of laugh out loud funniness where I'm, I'm not used to really getting a show to make me laugh out loud, but this did it a couple of times. Yeah. You were annoying the hell out of me. <laughs> I don't know why you weren't watching it with me, but cause I was busy working. Oh, Oh, uh, Oh, maybe. Yeah, I definitely, yeah, uh, I will follow through on her recommendation for that one and uh, tell everyone to check that out. That's on Netflix and it's on Netflix Canada as well. So definitely look that up. Well, I don't watch Netflix, so. Well, you can find, find it through it some other means within the dark interweb. I think that's actually how I had to do it was the dark, the dark web. Um, oh, yeah. What, what was that? web. One two three movies dot. It was one two three movies dot is. 
Uh, no, I think it was T.O. Oh, yes. Yeah. Anyways, it was, it was, it worked really well. Um, okay. Okay. Now's the time. Up. I got to go play some, uh, I'm on, I'm itching for some Stardew Valley, so I got to bounce. I'm sorry. People are expecting a tip. All right. You don't need me here, so I'm going to leave. <laughs> uh, thanks again, everybody. Bill's taking over. I'm bouncing. That's the dedication he has, folks. What a what a martyr! What a martyr! Oh, I need your input as a as a television executive that you are. This is going to be quick because I, I had to think up something quick. I forgot about it again. So we're going to talk about headroom today. Where do you think uh, where do you think the shot should lie for headroom? You have any hard and fast rules for that, Joe? Well, if you're thinking about a standard sit down program like at a desk or something like that, like in an interview process or anything like that. Um, you don't want the person's head to be in the middle of the screen and you don't want it to be at the very top. So somewhere in between there is usually a good frame of reference. Uh, but if you're thinking about like a regular TV show or something off the, off the, you know, like, like we said, Legion or something like that or something wacky, you can go, you throw the rule book right out the window. Oh well, yeah, I guess so. No, well, you, I and I, you and I watched, uh, what was that from, uh, what was that sit down interview? <laughs> was he interviewing Spicer? Was that it? Yeah. Some, uh, Breitbart reporter was yeah. interviewing Sean Spicer in some room in the white house. And what a comedy that was. Uh, like the camera started moving. The framing was completely wild. Uh, you could hear the producer in the background. The uh, interviewer was just out to lunch. The cam, the choice of camera shot, like Spicer would be answering it. The camera would be on the interviewer for some reason. It, it's just wild. It's six minutes of hilarity if you can find that. If they haven't yanked that video down yet. But, you know, I would say myself uh, for a presentation kind of thing, your headroom, your eyes should be at the two-thirds level, the upper two-thirds, wouldn't you say? Put your eyes at the upper two-thirds. And I think that rule even stands no matter how close of a shot you are. Even if you're so close, you're cutting off the top of the head, the eyes stay at the two-thirds level. Uh, a bit, and if you pull the shot back, still... Eyes at the two-thirds level. Yeah, basically, if you have another head, en enough room for a head on top of that head, it's too much headroom. If you can fly a 747 along the top of that frame, that's too much headroom. And we can talk about nose room as well. If you have, uh, if you're talking, if someone is interviewing off camera and they're looking off to the side of the camera, thereby giving a bit of their profile, not looking directly at the camera, you have to give that face nose room. So you have to put them either a little bit to the left or a little bit to the right, depending on which way their nose is pointing. And that section is called the golden section. And that goes back to uh, artists have been using it forever. You'll see uh, classical art where it's a single portrait and that person is put off to the side in the golden section. Uh, never, unless they are addressing the camera completely, are they, hello, what's going on?
Uh, I'm done, man. Let's go <laughs> wrap this up. I gotta go. Uh, well, okay. I was in the middle of something, but you know, I checked out. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. Um, maybe we'll get to that next time. Uh, you know, Joe's got to do what Joe's got to do. Take it away, Tiffany. We'll talk to you next time. Post it and post it. <laughs>